Welcome to A New Creation. I'm Phyllis, and thank you for joining me today. Every episode of A New Creation is commissioned by the Holy Spirit. It is new, and it is from God. This week, Holy Spirit placed heavily on my heart the importance of time and where we are as it relates to the times we are living in and how we respond to time, especially how we respond to God's timing. Now, earlier this week, Monday, March 6th and Tuesday, March 7th, it was the Feast of Purim or Lots. And it's a Jewish holiday, which is a celebration of the deliverance of the Jewish people from annihilation. God took me to the book of Esther to explore time. Now, in the book of Esther, Haman, who was the prime minister under King Ahasuerus, he hated a particular Jewish leader by the name of Mordecai. Now, Mordecai was the man who raised Esther. Esther was the daughter of his brother. And because Mordecai refused to bow to Haman, Haman went to the king and he convinced him that all the Jews were rebellious and should be killed. So there was a written decree. It was made and it was distributed in every province in that whole kingdom. And Mordecai reaches out to Esther to intercede for her people. Today's episode of Phyllis's New Creation is in the season of time. See, Mordecai was observing what was happening on the ground, and he saw what was unfolding, and he responded to the season that he and his people were in. And he reached out to Queen Esther for her to go to the king on behalf of her people. Now, seasons of times are often in context for the timing of God. There are seasons of times in scripture, as well as the seasons in our own lives, that align perfectly in the plan of God. Talking about in the season time. Now, as I explored it in the book of Esther, as I mentioned, Holy Spirit wanted me to explore time in the book of Esther. I noticed that there are two major stages of time that that come to play in the book of Esther. Now, the two major stages of time, the first one is Kronos. And Kronos is a general season of time. It starts and it ends. It's an exact time. So let's say it's 10 a.m. where you are. That would be Kronos. If you looked at your watch or looked at the clock and you saw 10 a.m., that would be Kronos, the exact time. Now, the second stage of time is Kairos. And Kronos, which is the exact time, it usually leads to Kairos. Now, Kairos is an opportune time. It's a window of opportunity. 
So you come to a time in chronos, you're living your everyday life, you're doing the things that you normally do with, with the exact time, from time to time, from minute to minute, hour to hour, moment to moment. And then it leads you to a kairos moment, an opportune time, a window of opportunity. And when you come to that kairos moment, it's a season when an opportunity is set before you. Now, let's go back to the book of Esther. In the book of Esther, I'm going to take you to Esther chapter 4, verses 11 through 14. And I'm going to read you a, the New King James Version of the scripture. Now, in this scripture, Mordecai reveals he sees a Kairos moment for Queen Esther. So I'm going to begin again, Esther chapter 4, verses 11. And I'm going to take you through verses 14. Now, in, in verse number 11, Chapter 4, verse number 11. I'm going to share with you Esther's response to Mordecai reaching out to her. Now, Esther said, again, this Esther chapter 4, verse 11. Esther says, All the king's servants and the people of the king's provinces know that any man or woman who goes into the inner court to the king who has not been called, he has but one law. Put all to death, except the one to whom the king holds out the golden scepter, that he may live. Yet I myself have not been called to go to the king these thirty days. So they told Mordecai Esther's words. Did you hear that? Now this is Mordecai's response. Verse number 12. Again, Esther 4, verse number 12. 13, I'm going to read. And Mordecai told them to answer Esther, do not think in your heart that you will escape in the king's palace any more than all the other Jews. For if you remain completely silent at this time, relief and deliverance will arise for the Jews from another place. But you and your father's house will perish. Yet who knows whether you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this. Did you hear that? Mordecai, as I said before, he's revealing with those statements that he sees a Kairos moment, a window of opportunity for Queen Esther. And he makes it clear to her and he refers to times in two ways, the time that she's in in two ways. First, in verse number, I'm going to say verse number 13. This is what Mordecai says. He said, and Mordecai told them to answer Esther, do not think in your heart that you will escape in the king's palace any more than, than all the other Jews. For if you, here it is, if you remain completely silent at this time, relief and deliverance will arise for the Jews from another place. So he said, at that time they were in, if she stayed silent, they would get release. They would get some type of relief for the people from another source. So he's saying, it's not completely dependent upon you. So he said, if you be silent, you choose to be silent at this time. Here are the consequences at it. He goes on to tell her that she and her house will also perish. But the second part of it, in verse number 14, 
He says, yet who knows whether you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this. Did you hear that? Such an opportune time, such a window of opportunity. He's saying, you are, who knows, you are here in the kingdom for an opportune time, for a moment in time, a Kairos moment. But with a Kairos moment, it is a window. You only have so much time to act. And the key is, you don't know when that time ends. But it's a window of opportunity that you have that's given to you by God to make a move. Also with Kairos, not only is it a window of opportunity or an opportune time, but it's also looked upon as being what they call beautiful time or the right time. You hear the term beautiful used in some scripture, and they mean they're not talking about the place is a beautiful place in terms of its appearance, but you have come to a place of an opportune or right time, an opportune time, but a right time, the right time that's usually given to you from God. Now, I mentioned about the two stages of time, major stages. Now, going back to Kronos, Kronos is a general season of time from one period of time to another. It's exact time. So an example is in Matthew chapter 2, verse 7. I'm going to read you the New King James Version of the scripture. It reads, Then Herod secretly called the Magi and determined from them the exact time the star appeared. Did you hear that? That's a Kronos moment. That's a Kronos time because you want to know and Holy Spirit wants me to make sure that I make this clear. You want to know when you are experiencing chronos, an exact time, versus kairos, a window of opportunity, an opportune time. Now, an example of kairos, we just heard it in the book of Esther. When her uncle said to her that she's come to, who knows, she may have come to the kingdom for such a time, for a kairos time, or a kairos moment, or a kairos season which means a window of opportunity as this. Another example of Kairos in scripture, Matthew chapter 8, verse 29. And it reads, And they cried out, saying, What business do we have with each other? Son of God, have you come here to torment us before the time? Did you hear that? This is when Jesus was speaking to he was about to cast out these legions of devils that was in this man. And they asked him, what business do we have with each other son of God? Have you come here to torment us before the time? And so God's timing, the timing that we have, talking about in the season time, is important to God. And he wants us to know but he wants his timing to be in alignment with our timing. And we must know the difference between Kairos and Kronos. Now, I mentioned to you about within Kairos, there's also within Kairos the right time, the perfect time. And in the book of Romans, Chapter 10, verse 15, I'm going to read you the Amplified Version of the Scripture, and it reads, And how would they preach 
unless they are commissioned and sent for that purpose. Just as it is written, and forever remains written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news of good things. Did you hear that? See, in the book of Romans, Paul is writing how beautiful, what he means by that. He's not talking about people's feet are attractive. He's saying how timely, how how it is the perfect time are the feet of those who bring good news of good things. In other words, those who are proclaiming the good news of the gospel. How beautiful. That means it's the right timing. And it's those who are walking in it. That's why he's referring to the feet. When you walk into something, when you're talking about walking into something, such as walking in the spirit so you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh, that means a way of life, a way of living, a way of being. So that scripture basically is saying is that the only way that someone can hear the good news is if they've been commissioned that means anointed to do it by God himself and sent forth to do it for this purpose. And then the Bible goes on to say how beautiful or how right the timing is, perfect timing of the feet, those who are walking, those who are proclaiming it, those who are living it, or those who bring good news of good things. Did you hear that? So it's very important for us to understand times the seasons that we're in, and be able to break down what's chronos, what's kairos, and what takes it even deeper, the two, two, two stages of, of kairos, if you want to call them that. Now, in the book of Acts, chapter 3, verse 1 and 2, and I'm going to read you the NIV version of the scripture, it reads, one day Peter and John were going up to the temple at the time of prayer at three in the afternoon. Now a man who was lame from birth and was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful, where he was put every day to beg from those going into the temple courts. Now in this particular scripture, it's describing how Peter and John were going up to the temple and it was around three o'clock in the afternoon, three o'clock in the afternoon, which is the time that they go to prayer. And a man was there and he'd been lame from birth. I mean, he couldn't walk. He'd been in that condition since he was born. But it goes on to say the gate called beautiful. Again, the term beautiful is not that the gate was attractive. Again, the gate called beautiful was the gate where the timing, the right timing, of God was to occur. Talking about in the season, the timing of God. And so God wants us to live our lives each day in his timing. He's sending us to go forth and to show people his timing. Peter and John did it. When Paul speaks about in the book of Romans, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news of good things. Again, that's God's timing, proclaiming the good news, the gospel of who Jesus Christ is. 
to let everyone know who he is and how he brings good news, good news about his kingdom. And so we can differentiate between time, moment by moment, chronos, kairos, opportune time, then we will align ourselves with the timing of God. Talking about in the season, the timing of God. As I was praying this week, Holy Spirit gave me a prophetic proclamation. And it's a prophetic proclamation about the condition that we're in in this nation. And he's bringing it back to my remembrance now so that I can share it with you. I proclaim it to you because it ties into the moment that we're in in history, the moments and the timing of how he wants us to be able to see. If we see what's happening in our times, then we'll know if we are to move within a window of opportunity, if he gives us one, an opportune time for us to move and to get in alignment with him and to fulfill our assignment versus being out of alignment. Because if we never learn the timing of God, if we never take advantage of those opportune moments, time of opportunity, then our lives will be out of sync with the will of God. So Holy Spirit spoke to my heart and he said, you're witnessing an attempt by certain people under the influence of the forces of darkness to dismantle the society the Lord God created before the world began. The destruction of moral absolutes that God established for all times for our people. And he said, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is the final arbiter in all matters. Did you hear that? God is calling a people forth during this time, in this season, the time of God, to raise, to raise up the standard, to rise up and to declare that this is the time of God's kingdom to come forth throughout all the earth. This is the time that God is declaring his kingdom come, his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And there will not be a dismantling of what God has created before the world began. There will not be destruction of moral absolutes that God established. And he established it, he said, for all times, for all people. So this is our moment to decree and declare that we lift up the name of the Lord because he is good and his mercy endures forever. And this is his timing that he has proclaimed. And he's proclaiming through me his vessel that his kingdoms arise up. His kingdom representatives shall rise up 
and declare and decree that the kingdoms of this world are become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ and Christ shall reign forever and ever. Talking about in this season, this time. I want to speak to to you, those of you today, who've heard this message in this season, this time, and you know that God is calling you to himself. See, he wants all of us to be able to discern, especially those Kairos moments, because when we're just living out day to day, chronos, minute by minute, time by time, just ordinary life, going about our everyday lives. Sometimes if we get too caught up in the cares of this life and the ordinary things that happen in our lives, we will miss a Kairos moment. We will miss a window of opportunity. Sometimes it's a Kairos moment. Sometimes it's a a Kairos period. It may be an extensive time that the window is open, a window of opportunity. But it doesn't remain open. So he wants us to be sensitive to those, his timing and those seasons that usher us into greater levels in him. And if you know you've heard this message today, and I'm speaking to you because you're not in his kingdom, it starts by being a part of his kingdom and his family. Repeat after me. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much today for speaking about time. I want to make sure that I'm not wasting my time. I know it's the reason why I heard this message today. I believe that Jesus died for me on the cross. And I believe that you raised him from the dead. And I'm asking you, God, to forgive me of my sins, Heavenly Father. Forgive me of my sins, Lord Jesus, so that I can be a part of your family. And I know the right timing, God, when you are speaking to me. And when you're leading me, thank you for forgiving me today. Thank you for accepting me as a part of your family. Amen. Thank you for joining me today for Phyllis's New Creation. And remember, Phyllis's New Creation exists so that you will know how to apply God's word to your everyday life. Today's message in this season, the time of God came straight from Holy Spirit who wants us to know the difference between chronos, kairos, God's perfect timing. For those of you who like to sow into Phyllis new, a new creation, I have two ways you may do so. The first way is a cash app. My cash app is dollar sign P-A-N-E-W-C. Again, that's dollar sign P-A-N-E-W-C. And for those of you who like to write or send a check, you may do so at 48 46 North University Drive, Suite 237, Lauder Hill, Florida, 33351. Again, that's 4846 North University Drive, Suite 237, Lauder Hill, Florida, 33351. And next week, I will share with you information about my website and new ways that you may connect with me for Phyllis and New Creation. I'm so excited about it. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for those that you have sent today, God, to hear this message. And I pray that every person that heard this message today heard from you on a personal level and they would know how now, God, to be aware of the time, be aware of the season, 
beware of those moments that you give us opportunities to move into even greater levels in you. We thank you, God, for those today who are now a part of your kingdom and will hear directly from Holy Spirit and lives will be transformed for your, for your glory. It is in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Have a wonderful day.